Good morning, good afternoon. How you doing out there today? This is David Robert for the Marketplace of Ideas podcast. Hope everyone is having a great uh, Thursday. Today is, yeah, it's Thursday, May the 12th. Tomorrow is May the 13th, Friday the 13th. So, um, yeah, what I mean, hopefully nobody buys into that craziness, but hey, it's been a crazy couple of couple of years. Maybe we'll, you know what, hopefully things are going well out there. So I uh, hope, I just want to say that uh, thanks for listening. Uh, today we are going to be getting into an interesting topic that um, I've been doing a little bit of research on over the last few months, and it's kind of popped up on my radar here and there. And it's one of those things that when you hear it, it's hard to not pay attention to it. Uh, if, you, if you hear me a little bit out of breath, I'm just on the bike right now doing some cardio before I uh, hit, the, hit the punching bag tonight and get some stress out. It feels really good. But yeah, um, before we get started, just want to let you know you can find the Marketplace of Ideas podcast wherever you get your podcasts from Google Play to iTunes to uh, Podbean, wherever you, wherever you want, that's where we are, right? We're, we are there all the time and we've got a couple episodes um, already under the belt there so check us out and uh, yeah so today we are talking about men going their own way uh, it's a weird sort of I don't want to say weird but it's an interesting community that I started to hear rumblings about because it was adjacent to a lot of the stuff going on um, within the world as far as, I don't want to say it's like QAnon, I don't want to say it's like a conspiracy cult, but it's definitely in the vein of men who want to blame or put the onus that modern day marriage and relationships and dating are at at some form of, like it's on life support, and the reason it is is because of feminism because of gender equality and because women want to be equal to men on some Freudian shit, basically, that they all want penises and they want to get rid of the men. And so you don't have traditional marriages and traditional relationships anymore. Women are not logical. They have no common sense and they thrive merely on emotion where men are logical and stoic and are the... um, I guess you could say the the keepers of reality and things of that nature. So I, I took a little bit of a deep dive a few months ago into this community, not to join, but just to see what all the talk was about. Uh, it started with me looking at what happened with OnlyFans. If you guys keep up with that, OnlyFans, I guess, was a website that promoted porn, I guess, basically, or influencers would charge extra money while they did streams with their clothes off. Um, I guess that's the new hustle right now. Um, I don't think anyone would want to see me do do the podcast naked. I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully the wife still does, right? <laughs> you know, but I don't think uh, my cat's looking at me like, yeah, so you leave your clothes on, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, so when I heard OnlyFans was like, you know, calling it quits because they were going, they were having an IPO and they wanted to, to kind of go, go, uh, go legit and they couldn't have people stripping on that. You know, let's take up time out in a minute just to realize where we are in today's society that influencers can actually charge. You can make a living just on the internet talking about stuff naked in a hot tub. Like, wow, 
the world we live in, right? But anyways, so when I heard this, I heard various terms being thrown around like the term simp and soy boy and stuff like that and derogatory terms for men who don't have enough... Uh, I guess capabilities or abilities to talk to women to you know get dates and things of that nature and this culture that I, I started to look into seemed to be blaming the feminist movement for all this sort of thing so it was it was just interesting to see and recently a proponent of that community uh, Kevin Samuels passed away and there's been a lot of mixed reviews. He had about 1.4 million subscribers on YouTube, and he had um, he had some health issues, I guess, and and because of that, he passed away um, just this this weekend. And there's been a lot of mixed emotions uh, between various various parts of, of the YouTube community where people have people have said, "Good, I'm glad he's dead," and other people are saying that you know, "Oh, we shouldn't be like that." And you know, he made his bones about just being disrespectful to black women and calling them leftover women and, and things of that nature. And so um, the article that I wanted to look into today, which talked about this, um, discusses what was go what's going kind of going on in this community. So basically the term men going their own way, which is M-G-T-O-W, is an anti-feminist, misogynistic, mostly online community advocating for men to separate themselves from women and from a, from a society which they believe has become has been which they believe has been corrupted by feminism the community is a part of the manosphere a collection of anti-feminist websites and online communities that also include the men's rights movements incels and pickup artists i i got to be honest when i first heard of this i thought this was some bullshit i i mean i'm i'm from the era where if you wanted to meet a woman you would have to talk to her and you'd have to go out and actually communicate. And granted, in the society that we live in, you definitely have various tiers of society where you have people who are rich, people who are famous, people who are good looking, attractive, movie stars and the like, and they kind of set the tone. For, for the men anyways, for women you have models and you have actresses and you know, the that, whole tro that, that whole trope of the of the of the princess and she's getting swept off her feet by the prince and he's gallant and he's dashing and he's on a white horse most of the time he's white um, but a lot of times he's not and he's slaying the dragon and he's bringing you the dragon's head and you know you're gonna have 12 babies with them happily ever after and it's gonna be magic all the time and you know and so you see this sort of disneyfication of romance and the hollywoodification if that's even a word of modern day dating and so when i first heard about this stuff i'm like okay this is just a bunch of guys who just can't get laid you know but then i had to take a step back and realize okay what are these men sort of saying and while i don't agree with a lot of it there are some points that they make that seem to hold a little bit of weight but a lot of it seems to be based upon just blaming people for your own shit you know, um, granted, there's a lot of broken men out there. There's a lot of broken females out there uh, with divorce rates at 50% or more within, you know, uh, within the, 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 the culture that we live in today, Western culture, i.e. all developed countries, when it's pretty apparent that most people aren't waiting till marriage for sex. I mean, heck, some of my friends who were in the dating you know, field a few years ago will tell me most people aren't even waiting for the first, 
for the for dessert you know it's just you have apps now that where you could literally find somebody not based on your connection but just on the fact that hey what's your proximity to my penis that's basically it you know people and just the hookup culture and everything of that nature and so in looking into this i started to realize okay like what is it that men were not taught women weren't taught about dating and relationships and things of that nature that have caused these communities to rise you know um so this article goes on to state that like other manosphere communities men going their own way overlaps with the alt-right and white supremacist movements and has been implemented in online harassment of women the southern poverty law center categorizes men going their own way as a part of the male supremacist ideology so this is taken off of wikipedia uh, this was updated i believe just a few days ago and so we're just going to jump into the history a little bit and then we're going to kind of take it from there so basically while it is not clear where the men going their own way ideology originated it is believed to have emerged in the early 2000s a blog called no ma'am was one of the first sites dedicated to the ideology publishing a men going their own way manifesto in 20 and uh, 2001 early members of the men going their own way were largely libertarian there is a divide between early and contemporary members of the movement with some earlier members expressing derision for the present day community there have been several prominent online mgtow sites including the subreddit uh, men going their own way created in 2011 smaller auxiliary subreddits and the men going their own way forum an independent website that emerged in 2014 following Reddit's 2017 ban of a large incel subreddit. Um, men going their own way communities and their fellow Manosphere group pickup artists began to emerge with the alt-right when it came to prominence beginning in 2015. The two groups overlap both in membership and in ideology. Both believe that feminism has destroyed Western society. Men going their own way and other manosphere communities also overlap with various white supremacists, authoritative and populist um, movements worldwide. Far right commentator and Polo uh, Mises, uh, Milo Yanopopoulos, sorry if I mispronounced that name, is credited with helping popularize men going their own way with a 2014. Uh, Breitbart article, oh Breitbart, sorry, wow, Breitbart article about the sex, the sexodus, in which he described men who were eschewing women love sex and marriage because of feminism. Researchers have implemented men going their own way communities in, in online harassment of women. In January 2020, a group of computer scientists published a preprint of the paper titled "The Evolution of the Manosphere Across the Web." where among the online communities which the author said have been growing in size and their involvement in online harassment and real-world violence. The paper was described in MIT Technologically, Technological Review as the most complete picture yet of the misogynistic groups that fuel the incel movement online. And Der Spiegel as the most comprehensive attempt to yet analyze the manosphere online. Shortly after publication, Reddit quarantined, uh, quarantined, uh, men going their own way. A restriction the platform applies to subreddits determined to be extremely offensive. Let's see, extremely offensive and and restrictive. Okay, okay. 
uh, which prevents them from earning advertising revenue and requires visitors to agree to seeing potential offensive content before entering. The Manosphere was banned in August 2021 for breaking the site's policies against promotion of violence and hate. So, like I said before, um, this kind of came across my desk, radar, whatever, after the whole debacle with OnlyFans and started to hear these sort of terms being thrown around. And so I checked out a few of the channels. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a fair number of them out there. But what I can gather or come to a conclusion with is that there's three, three main points I'm seeing with a lot of this stuff. And I think the first one that I think could definitely be attributed to the way we view society and the hierarchy as far as money and fame and adulation and things of that nature is that we are comparing ourselves, unfortunately, to the top 1.1.1% of people in our society. So let's take a good example. If I'm a young man, I'm into sports, I'm into working out, um, I'm into action movies, you know, I, I I go fishing, I like a bit of hunting, but you know, I'm not really that good at singing or music or anything like that, but I, you know, maybe I'm, I, I can play the guitar a little bit, but not that well, and I'm into sports, I might look up to somebody like The Rock or somebody like Tom Brady or Connor McDavid or somebody who epitomizes to me, you know, or even like if you were, if, if for my generation, like a Kobe Bryant or whoever, rest in peace, to somebody who could be seen as like an alpha slash, you know, go-getter who was rich, who had a lot of money, who was at their physical peak, who could have their pick of any woman they want, could had money coming out the yin-yang, and was like categorized as a leader, a leader among men kind of thing. And so you get your marching orders or your, you know, level of importance from people like that, people who have the world by the tail. And for women, it might be models or, you know, Princess Di, if that was your thing, or Princess Kate, or somebody who just by their looks and the fineness of their figure and, you know, their, their um, demure nature, as it were, were able to um, snap up men before they became leftover women at the, at the ripe old age of 30 or a spinster if you're past 25 and not married with children. The idea that we would get our ideals and try to live up to those ideals, in particular when it comes to dating and relationships, is not only flawed, but severely and painfully um, apparent that it doesn't work. Now, great example, The Rock is somebody that I you know, look up to. I mean, he, he kind of checks all the boxes as far as people that I would have liked, liked to be. He's rich, he's famous, he's got money, he, could, he has... You know, he has gyms all over the world. In fact, even on his movie sets, he travels with his own traveling gym. This insane thing he calls the Iron Paradise, where he works out, you know, in ridiculous hours in the morning. And, you know, you'll see his Instagram channel, his Instagram, um, you know, page that has over 300 million people. He'll make a post about one of his new shoes or his workout that'll get two, three, five million people just applauding it. And that type of adulation, that type of love, that type of just ridiculous, insane, um, just outpouring of, of affection, 
is is not normal for today's society. And so if I'm going to compare myself to that, to this guy who's just jacked, who has, you know, two healthy kids and, and a, a three healthy daughters and a healthy marriage and every movie he, he puts in, even the ones that suck make upwards to like, you know, you know all the money back, you know. Um, if I'm comparing myself to that, of course I'm going to come up short, you know. Uh, if I'm a female and I'm comparing myself to somebody like, uh, I don't know who, like a Scarlett Johansson or somebody who is, you know, one of the 50 most beautiful people in People's Magazine or an actress or a model or a, a mogul or somebody, you know, who's a tech giant or something like that and who has it all, quote unquote, who could, you know, what was the old saying back in the 80s, you could, you know, bring home the bacon and cook it too kind of thing, you know. Man, I'm getting old. But um, that whole thing of feeling like you, you can have it all. You can, you can, you know, have sex like the men do and get out there and do what you want. It's like you, at some point, the other shoe has to drop. And you have to realize, like I was watching this interview with uh, Britney Spears a while back. And she was stating how she had um, the magazines that you would see at the shopping mart that were just at eye level when you were checking out things. Young girls would see that too. And... It would be like, she has a hairstylist, a personal trainer, a cook. I mean, well, she does now after she got freed from her prison that her dad was holding her in. But that's another time for, that's another topic for another episode where she had all this army of people to help her look a certain way. Beyonce is the same thing. Adele, um, people like Billie Eilish, like anybody that is kind of like a... I don't say a heartthrob, but somebody who could literally, just based on their looks, get whoever they want, man or woman, it doesn't matter. Now, if you're comparing yourself to these people who have unlimited resources as far as time, money, expertise, experts they can call on, how the hell are you going to compete with that? You know, plus throw in um, the fact that you have a generation of people that grew up as the um, latchkey kids, parents were never home because they were working. Or, and if they were home, they were fighting or they were about to get divorced, you know, throw porn into the mix there. Um, what else? And you have this recipe for men blaming feminism for all their problems. Now, if any true man knows this, you can't blame women for this shit, you know? Um, and, and as for any real woman should obviously know, you can't blame people. I mean, yes, there are people that might be responsible for hurting you. But on a whole, just to blame people willy-nilly, you know, for your, you know, you know, the, 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 the things that life has thrown at you is just cowardice. So for men to say that feminism has destroyed modern day marriage with just ignoring the fact that, you know, in a lot of these videos that I've watched, there's never any culpability or responsibility of these men for going out and banging everything that walks, Right. Now, one of the arguments I heard, um, that's one of the second point I'm going to get to, is that when it comes to the manosphere, when it comes to men going their own way, that women are incentivized to divorce their husbands. They are incentivized by the courts and by culture to become a boss babe, um, that you don't need a man, and that you can do it all by your damn lonesome. And so try to almost remove the male from the hierarchy in the family, from the place of authority. And in doing so, this is what is destroying, you know, the, um, the fabric of society. Um, 
in, in, but, but here's the crazy thing about this, and this is the second point that I want to touch on. If we have a society where all we do is blame other people for our problems. Now, let, let's be clear. I live in Canada. We have a real problem with what has happened to our Aboriginal and First Nations uh, people in this country. My parents came to this country as people from, other, from another uh, part of the world to grow and to have a, a life. But they realized that the racism that they would face would be like racism light compared to what the states had. And so you get, you get the little subversive stuff and the little, um, you know, tongue-in-cheek compliments and all that, and, or disses, but it's nothing that, like, you know, has a cross burning on your freaking lawn, you know, kind of thing. So they knew that they'd have to face some stuff. But at the end of the day, if I, as a, as a you know, man of color, were to say, well, it's because of white supremacy that I can't get a job, I mean, okay, in part that there's a system that was built on sub, you know, subverting and taking away the rights of Indians and, and other people and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, you can only blame society for so much, you know, now, now if I was in the 1960s, I could say, yes, there were actual laws that would stop me and prohibit me from owning land, from owning a business and, you know, operating a vehicle, all that kind of stuff. But in today's day and age, the hierarchy that we've seen that was built on this repressive, you know, notion of white supremacy, it it exists in the same sense that if a bodybuilder had been pumping iron for the last 25 years on gear, on test, on you know, human growth hormones, on testosterone, and then they get off it, and so for the next five years, they're now they're natural. What they had was still built on that, on that, um, you know, horrible foundation. But now we have to build into something new, regardless of what we have. And I think that if men, in particular, and I guess the second point I want to make is that if we're going to blame each other for what's going on, I think first you got to start with yourself. You know, there's nothing worse than somebody, like the Bible said, he, he who is without sin cast the first stone. If you have something in your back pocket, if you have something in your, um, you know, in your closet that you're afraid to admit to. Talk about that first. You know, one of, one of the crazy things is that all of these videos, be it feminist or men going their own way or, you know, people talking about the simp culture or the incel culture, whatever, it's just people blaming people for other crap, right? It's people taking the onus off of themselves and actually saying, no, it's because... Women want to be like men and they want equal pay and they want to have the same rights, but they don't want to have the same responsibilities. And, you know, they want to go to war, but they don't want to die in a war. And, and it's, it's men who have actually been harmed and been targeted for just being men, for being masculine. And the term toxic masculinity comes up to where the things that, you know, make men men aren't toxic. And the things that make women, women aren't destructive. You know, we got different roles, obviously. Um, but I always like to break it down to capitalism. <laughs> capitalism destroys all of that. Um, I don't care who you are. Outside of your ability to have a baby, if you're in a marriage, it's all hands on deck. Everybody does everything except for the things you can't physically do. You know? And if you're not able to pull that together, you know... But again, there's, there's communication, there's telling the truth, there's being honest with 
just the fact of saying what you want in a relationship and being honest about it on both sides, right? And and breaking down some of these tropes that we've, we've fallen into to say, no, I'm not going to do that. And realizing that, hey, I mean, on the one, one hand, you might have, I've listened to some of these, these, um, these podcasts where some of the women will say things like, you know, men have to, you know, pay for, you know, the date if they ask them out to it. Or I have this one cringe, um, cringe, uh, thing a woman said, I remember I was watching a TikTok and I, I can't believe I've even watched a TikTok where she said, um, she's mouthing the words to like this thing where she says, basically, uh, the person asked, well, what do you bring to the table? And she looks around and says, I am the table or something stupid like that. And so the, the level of entitlement for a lot of these, you know, uh, females out there is that to be honest, they're, they're shopping out of their price range. And for a lot of the men out there who are claiming that women have these unrealistic, unbelievably crazy standards, if you're having those standards, if those women have those standards and well, what are your standards? You know, do you want the bombshell? Well, okay. You kind of have to raise your standards too. You know, it's the, the idea that a guy can, can tell a woman, Hey, I'm, I'm going to get better with age, but you're going to get, I'm going to age like fine wine and you're going to age like out here, like sour milk. It's not really the case. You talk to a lot of older women, the cougars out there, they know what's going on and they're getting with the younger guys. Like we don't hear about that type of culture of the, the female who's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want kids. I'm good with just, you know, getting with these young cats out here, you know? But I think the third thing that I want to talk about and want to touch on, which is I think the most important about the manosphere or the feminist movement or whatever, I don't think it's ever about those things. For me personally, I think it's about class and it's about power. Because let's be honest, I have yet to hear Elon Musk, The Rock, um, you know, um, Jason Momoa, all of these quote-unquote slash alpha men who are the epitome of money, wealth, and health, and, you know, virility, and all that kind of stuff, actually joining these communities. Like, you got, here's the crazy thing. Uh, when I was younger, I had a friend who tried to get me to join Amway. Uh, uh, what is that? The Worldwide Dream Builders, or whatever that is, that is now. And so, when I was talking to him about it, he was saying this is a great way to, you know, for a mentorship program and stuff like that and Fortune 500 companies draw off of this. But when I would watch The Dragon's Den and, you know, Kevin, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful and all these people on that show, nobody ever mentioned Amway or these sort of multi-level marketing companies. Why? Because it was a, I want to say like a, like a false almost a copy of a copy of what success really looked like. They'd say, well, you own the business, yet you couldn't market or advertise in Playboy or whatever because, well, we, we don't allow that. Well, if it's my business, why do I need your permission? You know, kind of thing. Like, it was, it was never your business to begin with. It was always just this pyramid, just off of the level of a pyramid scheme. But you had to ask yourself, why do I never hear, like, people like um, Tom Brady talk about that? Why is he not a member if this thing is so great to get rid of women, children, and marriage and just live in the woods by yourself with a dog? How, how much fun does that sound like to you? Like, who wants that? Like, th this is 
And again, I'm not trying to insult a whole community because if we're gonna be honest, there's a lot of broken and battered, I myself being one of them, okay, men out there who have gone through the ringer, if not through marriage, if not through life or whatever, and have seen seen the tables, I, I wanna say turned, but at least seen the level of respect for a man gone out the window, you know, and the respect of the traditional household and things of that nature. And even with myself being in, you know, a healthy relationship, I'm not, I'm not blind or, or dumb to the fact that it's very rare to have that. And it, and to be honest, it's not guaranteed at any state in, in the relationship. I don't, I don't think anybody with half a brain would, would say that, you know, you'll be happy for the rest of your life. You know, God, I mean, you, you pray that that happens, but you do your best, right? You do the, you do the best you can, but you want to see who's actually following this sort of community. Like who's actually like, do we hear about anybody like the Will Smith's or the, or the, um, or the, the Terry Cruz's or the, you know, the guys who are like actually being idolized by these people. Like, do we really want to be like them? Like, do we really want to be, you want to be like the rock. You want to be like these guys. And yes, unless you're gay, you know, I'm sorry, but when you want children and a relationship and we can't, we're not asexual and we can't reproduce like, you know, or change our sex like seahorses. I think, I think they can change their, their sex. I got to look that up. You know, but I can't reproduce myself, you know, you know, if I'm sorry, but women or men are the only game in town. Right. Um, but again, if you choose that, you don't want any part of that. Cool. But what, what drives me crazy is first, like these guys, the people who we look up to as far as like, you know, the actual, you know, quote unquote alphas or studs or like, you know, femme fatales or whatever. They're not talking this nonsense. They're not the ones preaching this crap. It's the ones who are, I mean, I I don't even want to say it, but the ones who are like kind of trying to mimic that. And so this is the grift. This is the lane that they find. Like, let me speak to these broken men, these broken women. Um, not, Not actually pointing up the mirror to myself first and looking at my own flaws, but putting up this caricature and both sides. From feminist to you know the manosphere or whatever and then vilifying the other side i mean it, it makes for great content it makes for great the the great ability to you know get followers and subscribers and next we can come to my conference you can read my book i got a new netflix series coming out i got a new movie i'm in this blah 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 i'm moving and shaking look at me i don't i don't i can leave the milk wherever i want blah 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 i don't have to worry about this but Nietzsche said something really interesting, and I got this quote from the former secretary under Colin Powell. He used to work with him. Uh, he was on a pod. He was on a not a podcast, but a a documentary um, film document. Yeah, um, a few years ago, called uh, "The Four Horsemen." I talked about um, you know just financial carnage that was that happened after two thousand eight, and they basically said uh, they basically said that. To pursue yourself is to pursue the abyss, right? So if you are an incel, if that's the right word, if I'm using this correctly, or if you are a man going your own way, or you are a 
ultra extreme feminist that wants nothing to do with men um, or women and you want to live alone or whatever the case is you want to have your 50 cats and for guys you want to have your hunter lodge with you know your guns and you're just out there and you're, you're stoic and everything else well who wants that how society supposed to benefit from that if all we're doing is literally shunning the other person and whatever makes them who they are be it the gender or whatever and yeah there's a lot wrong with extreme feminism just like there's a lot wrong with um, extreme um, you know um, I guess the extreme version of, of I don't want to say toxic masculinity but just chauvinism the idea that you know to take pride in you know your appearance or to you know want to you know, have certain values enshrined in your home that's not a bad thing you know for a woman to want to make a living so she isn't beholden you know on the whims of another man is not a bad thing I mean Big said it himself get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no man I mean I mean I, I, I don't know I just grew up in, a, in an age in an era where if you didn't have game you didn't get any any play right and so if you used what you had and I think that's that's kind of where these communities are trying to kind of short circuit or kind of find a go around where it's like okay I may not be six feet and make six figures but hell Tom Cruise ain't <laughs> I mean he makes more than six figures you know probably 20 figures but he's not six feet he does <laughs> he he seems to be get, doing all right you know um I mean I think a lot of like you know we're the ghost face you got to bust holes in this mirage and and showcase the truth and yeah it of course dating sucks nobody wants to do it um what else you know going out on endless dates trying to meet somebody getting dressed up getting stood up you know um, hoping for a one-night stand which turns into a peck on the cheek and you're sent home on your way after spending 150 bucks on a night out you know or girls you know maybe unfortunately giving it up to the you know guy on the first date shit on the first on the first text or whatever and now he doesn't respect you but you're thinking hey because of culture I gotta I gotta put out or I'm gonna be put up on the shelf with the other leftover women over the age of 35 with my six cats and my you know my you know and my uh and my wine club or whatever you know but just yeah it's just you gotta ask yourself like who who really wants to live in a world where you're not with the opposite sex outside of you maybe being asexual or not having that desire at all no shame to that but i don't want that i mean i don't i'm pretty sure a lot of other people don't and so again when you listen to these sort of experts these sort of influencers talking about this ask yourself i think the, the real question to ask yourself is what do they get out of it right the game is to be sold not and to be told and what are these guys and girls trying to sell you are they trying to sell you to lift yourself up like I could totally get with this men going their own way thing if it was about creating a tribe of mentors there was this um, group back in the in the 90s called um, promise keepers and basically it was you know kind of like a Christian version of men going their own way but for married men men who wanted to be in relationship with uh, with their wives and you know were dating wanted to raise families and stuff like that and just being responsible being ethical and not 
you know, staying away from the porn, basically. But what happened was after a while, it kind of went out of favor, went out of, you know, wasn't, wasn't in vogue, as it were. And so you see it replaced by men who've been put through the ringer. And let's, let's be honest, I have friends who have suffered greatly due to the, um, the fury of a woman scorned, you know. Guys who, you know, were working 12, 14-hour days to find out that there was some real foul stuff going on when, when everything kind of got revealed. And I've had, I've had female friends who have had, you know, come home and found their guys cheating on them with the best friend or whatever, or, you know, other things of that nature. And people have been hurt on both sides. So I, I think, I mean, I could talk about this, you know, for, at length forever, but for me personally, when I see this stuff, I just, I feel like we are, we're allowing people to get away without being fully transparent on themselves. I'm always suspicious to anybody who has a theory or a lifestyle where there's no self-examination. And and to be fair, like I've been listening to, um, it's very, very entertaining actually though. And I think that's the other thing. That's uh, maybe I'll throw in the fourth point is that this stuff is, it's, 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 it's almost therapeutic. Like it's, it's like if you are thin or you're, let's say you're not that fit, but you walk past somebody who's really fat and then you say, Hey man, I mean, I'm, I'm not in the best shape, but at least I'm not as big as this one, you know, kind of thing. Or we watch shows like, um, pawn, like not pawn star, but, um, shows that, that hoarders, right. Where you're like, okay, well I'm not that bad. Kind of thing. You know, it's like we, we do this and I'll, I'll, I'll admit to it. I'm guilty of it from watching these shows. Uh, Taylor, the fiend is a really good one. Uh, it's just, it's so funny that he'll pick, like he'll find the TikToks of these women and just, and just these delusional broads that are just like, you know, saying they deserve everything in the world. And they're like, and again, I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm not trying to put anyone down, but you're seeing people who are, you know, who have, who have had a lot of, you know, mileage, a lot of bodies as it were and lying about it or stating that, you know, why won't men commit and things of that nature. And it, it's kind of, I mean, most, I mean, it's just an old rule that if you're, if you, the girl that gives it up after the second or third date, you're not, you're not marrying that girl. That's just, that's the girl you have the fun with. I mean, that's just something you knew growing up. And for guys like women, you know, the guy who didn't turn you on and you felt it was like a brother, you know, you weren't, you weren't sleeping with that guy, (laughs) you know, you weren't. You, you might take them out on a you know a few dates to get a few meals out of them, but we, you knew that growing up, and I, I feel like there's no place where men are being told this in an honest, real way because we're getting it from YouTube and people are getting their marching orders from porn and stuff like that, which are just these weird distillations or even these weird sort of um, weird versions of what it means to be an actual community, an actual speaking with people, like just the idea of actually talking to somebody on an honest level, both sides and stating what they want and not, you know, done with the games. But again, you know, um, if, if people are, are going to be continuing on this path, um, this is not going to help the species. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, I mean, 
birth rates are already low as it is. Sperm counts are already low as I mean, this isn't going to help anything. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's an interesting look into into culture and into society and what's happening right now as far as relationships go, and why why it's so popular. You know, I was I, I was very fascinated by it because again, I come from a, a, a I don't know a place and a time. And look, I'm I'm six five, so I'm not on the short side of things. Um, I'm not rich by any means, but I've never had a problem talking to women or talking to people. And you know, maybe perhaps that's something we need to to get back into in our schools, like actually communicating with people, um, social media, texting. Um, the internet has just melted our brains to where it's, I don't even think we can actually have coherent conversations with each other anymore. Um, the mere fact that you, you know, like the way you talk to somebody online is just not how you talk to people, period, is is something that probably needs a lot more attention as far as um, as far as just you know just discussing why things are going the way they are. But yeah, you know. I found just digging into this quite interesting and very eye-opening and definitely we'll probably have a few more discussions about it as time goes on. But yeah, um, you know, if you have any any comments about this one, let me know. Um, you know, you can find us in the Marketplace of Ideas podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we, I'm thinking of maybe putting out a, a website pretty soon, you know, um, so we'll see about that in the coming months. But Yeah, uh, hopefully this added some value to your day. And until next time, take care and be good to one another out there.